Welcome to the Coach's Plan podcast with Coach NB. Uh, I'm Ashley Milani, your host, mentor of coaching education at Coach New Brunswick and coach extraordinaire, non-extraordinaire. Welcome. We can wish. We can welcome wish we're extraordinaire. Yeah. I'm sorry. And joining me is... Colin Daigle. I'm the special events coordinator for Coach NB. I've joined them for the summer. I have a little bit of background in coaching and a lot of, a lot of background in sports in general. So I'm very happy to be here. And in podcasting, which yes, is it's yes. amazing help for me because I really needed someone who's <laughs> well, going to help well, me in that. Technically, I've never done a podcast, but I work in a radio station. So that helped. So what you're learning, listeners, this is a learning experience for everyone. Yeah. So bear with us. Um, so welcome to our new podcast. Coach MB is super excited to bring this to you guys. Uh, our aim for this season really is, uh, well, selfishly, my aim is to become a better coach. And I decided what better way to do that than uh, make it a part of my work and uh, start a podcast and get really cool coaches in here and interview them about how they do their practices uh, and how they run their uh, their teams and then just steal all of their ideas. And just have fun in general. And have tons of fun doing it. So yeah. um, uh, we're pumped that you guys can join us on this learning journey. Yeah, you guys are pretty lucky. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be great. Um, so this episode, we're going to really dive into like, who is Coach NB? And what do we do? And what is the coaching education yeah, just get system the general, in Canada? Just get the general information out there so you guys know us better and just exactly all that good stuff. Exactly. So some of you may know us, some of you may not. Uh, Coach New Brunswick is a nonprofit uh, organization uh, aiming to deliver coach education and professional development all across New Brunswick for all levels of coaches. Yeah. What a mouthful. Yes. Um, so we are the only delivery agent for the National Coaching Certification Program or the NCCP in New Brunswick, but there are equivalents uh, of Coach NB all across Canada so that everyone's getting the, that kind of same message on on their kind of base theory of what is coaching? How does the body work? How do I run a practice? All that good stuff. So yeah. So when you want to become a coach or just become a better coach, you come see us and we help you do that. Exactly. And um, my aim, my another selfish aim is to uh, give you guys the tools to know how to take control of your own coaching education pathway and development and and stop sending me as many emails, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know it's it's not something that's very easy. It can get complicated because it's a lot of stuff, a lot of courses, and uh, we just want to make your life easier. So exactly. this is one of the reasons we're doing the podcast. Exactly. There's over 1,600 different pathways a coach can take once they decide, I want to coach. Now, granted, that is through all the sports at every single level, with every single possible route that you could take yeah, to get that not, certification. Not so everyone needs all of those courses. I'm not courses. saying you have to take 1,600 <laughs> different courses to become a coach. Not at all. Uh, but you do have to take some, and that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're just showing you guys how to get to where you want to get. So I'm going to dive in a little bit with uh, the NCCP and how it's working. So as I was saying, we're a competency-based program now, and uh, the theory that you guys used to take through levels one and up is now broken into two parts. So you have your multi-sport courses uh, run through Coach New Brunswick, and then you have your sport-specific coaches run through your provincial sport organization or your PSO. Um, so, uh, for example, a swimming coach is going to take their basic plan of practice, make ethical decisions, nutrition courses with Coach New Brunswick, and then paired with that is going to be a fundamentals or a um, competitive coach, coach swimming-specific coaching course. So what you're saying is, even if I coach basketball, I may need to take a course that's going to be needed for every other sport. 
Yeah, exactly. And what's really cool, though, about the the multi-sport courses is that you get to sit in a classroom um, with other coaches from all different kinds of sports. And even though you might not think, oh, I'm a diving coach, I don't have anything in common with a football coach, through these conversations and through this kind of cross-learning, you might find out, oh, you know what, you're actually dealing with a really similar problem that I'm dealing with. And maybe you have a solution to it that I hadn't thought of yet. Yeah, it's all the sharing and the experience that you can bring to the table during those courses and it's going to help everyone out a totally lot. totally yeah. i was one of those nerds who who absolutely loved going into a, uh, one of these coaching courses on a friday night because you know one's a better time to take a coaching course than a friday night and a saturday morning but <laughs> okay I, we're not the same for that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay not everyone is um but i would come in and i'd be super excited because i would get to work with tennis coaches and soccer coaches and fencing coaches and i have no idea what their sports about or what their training is about or anything, but we could always come to some sort of agreement on how problems should be solved and how um, things should be dealt with uh, by the end of it, which is always such a cool process. Yeah. The outside perspective is something that's wonderful to get. If you can't get it, you can't advance as a, as a coach. Totally. Totally. Um, So when you need, so when you go through your coaching pathway and you need to figure out, okay, these are the courses that I need. uh, You go to, uh, this online system called the locker which is uh the locker.ca it's the national coaching certifications programs um online database for uh when courses are happening what courses you've already taken it's our big database for all of the coaching profiles all across canada um it's a record it's a record keeper of like what everyone's taken what's going on um everybody has uh if you if you've taken a coach or if you're taking a coaching course through coach new brunswick or through your pso or through something you should have a coach's number or a coaching certification number it's a ccp cc number um you should be able to find it by going onto the locker and typing in either your first name your last name and your birthday maybe your email address and something should pop up if you can't find it that way then feel free to come to coach nb send us an email and we will be happy to uh to pull that number out of thin air and, and give it to you guys. <laughs> do the um, magic we do so well. Yeah, we'll go behind the scenes and work our little fairy dust on it. Um, but so you go into the locker and you can find uh, courses that are happening in your province, courses that are happening in other provinces in case maybe you live in Atlantic Canada and uh, in Nova Scotia, you're really close to Moncton and maybe there's something going on there or you're in PEI and you can go down to Halifax for the weekend and take a whole bunch of courses because they've got a weekend going on or Whatever the case is. Yeah, that's what's nice about the locker. It's the it's whole the whole Canada. Like it's not just New Brunswick or just the Atlantic provinces. So like you're connected with everyone. So yeah. if you're taking a course all the way in Vancouver and you're from Halifax, well, you're gonna get a record of that and it's gonna be noted. Yeah, it's awesome. Actually, we do have we have had some people from other provinces come in and take our courses either just because they happen to be near us at the time, um, or maybe they couldn't get something in their area, so they came all the way to us. So it is yeah. cool getting to learn from coaches all across Canada. Um, not only in different provinces, but in different sports. Yeah, I, I went to Toronto for one of the courses, right? So, like, yeah, I, 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 I know that we need to do that and sometimes. And how did you find your time in Toronto? It was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. It was, a, it was the first I was from home. Yeah, so. it was your first time on a plane, wasn't it? Uh, well, technically second, because the okay. first time I was, like, pretty young. Okay, first but time you remember going on the plane. The first time you had to go by yourself. By myself, yeah. Because I remember the other time, but, like, this time I was by myself, and I sat 
beside big, an old lady and she was super nice but big yeah. kids first plane ride i yeah. love it <laughs> i love it um so i'm going to touch quickly on uh pd points or professional development points you may have heard of this um either from a coach or a administrator or someone telling you this is something you need i'm going to set the record straight right here and now professional development points are for coaches that have already achieved a certification through coach mb and the national coaching certification program honestly i'm happy you're talking about this because i've been working with coach mb for like a month now and i still don't know what those are yeah nobody knows what pd points are <laughs> that's okay um when you go to uh, a course that is um not a coaching course but it's like a professional development opportunity or maybe it's a conference or can you give an example uh yeah so the beyond coaches con the beyond coaching conference uh hosted by coach new brunswick happens every year in september yeah and uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe you get like three PD points for attending a conference. All right. Or you might get like a point for attending one of our podium performance series that we put on throughout the, the fall, winter and spring. OK. Um, basically, once you've achieved your certification, you get to maintain your certification through these PD points. OK. So you need a certain amount of points yeah, exactly. to keep so, your certification. Right. So you st oh, might start the nice. year at like 20 out of 20 PD points. And then by the end of the year, you've like. If it's diminished down to like 18 out of 20 or okay. 15 out of 20, you can take these professional development opportunities and take the PD points to keep your certification current so that people see that you are upkeeping your okay. certification. If you end up losing all your points because you didn't take any uh, classes for a long or courses for a long time, do you rack them back up to get your certification or do you have to get certified once again? Colin, great question. I would have believed that I planted this in you, but uh, <laughs> that was perfect timing. I just don't know what we're talking about, so help. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so if you run out of PD points completely, fear not. You can still keep your certification. Uh, you, If you recertify, if you go through like the, the evaluation process again, it will top you right back up to the top. Okay. Or you can just like scramble and get like as many as you can in one okay. go. I really don't recommend that. That's very stressful. That, that would be a lot of classes and a lot of course. Just yeah, to get exactly. Back. Okay, it's yeah. way better to, to periodically check on yourself and keep updated by just seeing, okay, am I, where am I with my PD points yeah. this year? It Is, doesn't have to be like a, every month I'm checking where are my PD okay. points? Where are just my PD, one, just once a year, you once should a year, be good. check it, see if you need to do anything that year and then plan and then you're good. What's the real difference between a coach that has 20 and a coach that has 18? Um, just the amount of time since the last time that they've taken a PD course. All right. So like the fact that I only have 15 or that another Doesn't mean person you're a worse has coach okay. than ah, another coach. It just right. means that it's been longer since you've done a continuing education. And you should start thinking about event. taking yes, more. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. And fun fact, if you are an active coach in the year, uh, you can go on and self-report. And you get one PD point just for coaching. Hmm. Look at that. Just one wow. PD point. So you go from 18 year. to 19 right there. Perfect. <laughs> but you just have to go and self-declare. Yeah. And again, that happens all through the locker. Cool. Good. So I feel like that was like a big, big chunk of what I wanted to get out of the way. Yeah, for um, sure. I understand better. So I hope people at home or, or in the car or wherever they are, are listening or understanding better. Yep. And there is a section on the Coach NB website too that uh, will explain how all of this works. So if you're... Uh, are listening you still don't understand you can go online and there should be a nice explanation uh under one of our tabs we're currently under, re under renovations with our website um so i won't promise you under exactly which tab it is but the information is on our website <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure it is and uh, we'll make yeah. sure it is um so switching gears i want to talk a little bit about uh the role of a coach 
in an athlete's life. Colin. Yes. Uh, what is one of your more memorable memories? <laughs> uh, <laughs> memorable memories uh, uh, from your sport career. From my sport career, not coach, yeah. sports. No, just from your sport career. Huh. All right. Let's go. A little uh, underdog story. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. We didn't, we didn't win anything, but, you know, it was, it was a... <laughs> Here's Doesn't a little matter. story. So uh, uh, I grew up in St. John mm-hmm. in New Brunswick, and uh, I went to the French school, uh, Samuel de Champlain, and uh, we had a basketball team, but having the basketball team is pretty much like the end of it. We were horrible, mm-hmm. and I played uh, throughout ho- my whole high school uh, time I was there, I played for the basketball team, and uh, honestly, we never won a game. Never. Like never. bad, or is it just... Um, sometimes it was bad. Sometimes it was okay. Sometimes it was by a couple points. Sometimes it was by a couple... Ten Dozens points. Of points. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had a really hard time because, like, uh, the A division is a very strong division for the for New Brunswick. Uh, all the uh, New Brunswick players are in the A division. So we had a hard time. But my last year when I was in 12th grade, uh, we actually won a game. Like, for game. four years, we won a game. Oh, I imagine that would have just, like, set you guys completely off. Like, I would have been an animal. Yeah. Like, instant barbarian. It was amazing. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> like listen to listen, listen to me. We played, I played four years and won a single game. Yeah. And that was, like, the happiest moment of my life in my <laughs> basketball career. <laughs> now, I'm curious. How was, uh, how did your coach handle losing games, every game, for four years? All right. A little bit of Sam DeSham insider. Uh-huh. Uh, we switch coach coaches <laughs> a lot, right? Because uh, okay. we we don't have in in Sam DeSham, at Sam DeSham, we don't really have like a basketball coach mm-hmm. like dedicated to the team. So that's a lot of the reason why we never were able to like play our full potential. Nothing against the coaches we had; they were great, doing a great job at the, what they could do, right? But we mm-hmm. never really had. Like a coach being there for the four years and like with an, with experience and everything was like just like a teacher that was there to help us because we we needed a coach right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did when we lost is just told us that it's okay, it happens right. We can't be well, like we're great at soccer, we're great at hockey, we can't be great at everything. So basketball, we're a bit less great, and we always had our uh, our coaches that were there to help us and just bring up the mood yeah that's so tough when you don't have a consistent person for the team to center around especially i find um all the programs that i've been a part of that have been successful they've had like that rock in the community that pillar that the entire program has turned around for the last 5 10 15 years yeah someone to provide like a really strong vision and direction for the team yeah because like we had monsieur marcel who was one of the teachers he Mm -hmm. he did a great job he did everything he could like he never really played basketball but he was there for us he was like the only reason we had a team Mm -hmm. so like we're so thankful we had him but unfortunately it wasn't like a real coach that could like teach us new stuff right Mm -hmm. i remember when we were in uh, when i was in 11th grade uh, we had a teacher that was like that played like college basketball and everything, and that did a big difference. We played a lot, still didn't win, but we played a lot better that year mm-hmm. compared to the other years. And it's tough because co- coaching is such an art. You know, they uh, it's a balance between your technical skills and knowledge, and your your leadership and management skills. Yeah, um, and then just the art of of dealing with people in general. Yeah. Um, so like the teacher, he could, he was good at talking to us. He was good at showing us stuff, but like on a skill basis, maybe just wasn't up to par for what we needed. Right. And it's, I find it so interesting thinking back in my coaching or my thinking back to my athletic career, thinking about the coaches I've had in my life. And, um, now that I've 
become a coach myself and have been in it for about 10 years, um, knowing, oh, that was a really great thing they did. That was an awesome way that they handled that situation. Yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. what? Maybe that wasn't such a great way mm-hmm. to do that. And yeah. that, But when you get, you don't understand that until you're a little bit older. No, that's, uh, yeah. Anyway, but I, um, I think it's so important to me keep in mind, like, really just like the role of that a coach plays in an athlete's life. Like I can think of, uh, some of my most, um, my most important mentors I've had in my life are, are definitely my coaches. Um, whether it's been on swim teams when I was younger, uh, and it was the coaches that got me the furthest in my career. I like made me go fast. And then there were some coaches that were just good people and good models to have in my life and good influences. Yeah. But at the same time, I think about some of the, uh, the coaches who were a little bit less patient with our teams or um, had a harder time managing the group um, or the coach who one told me, uh, told me one time that I was never going to amount to anything in this sport and that I should forget it and mm. had a terrible attitude. And uh, that was one of the first times I'd ever heard that from a coach. And it's yeah. always stuck with me and this being this thing of like, I can't let people like see that in me as an athlete yeah, or as a yeah. coach it pushes you to go to go further yeah, yeah sure. whether it's a, a good experience or a bad experience you you definitely learn from it and take away a lot um yeah like if if i'm thinking about uh when i played football uh the coach we had he was an amazing guy like he he would dedicate like hours and hours and hours of his ho- of his own time unpaid to come coach football with us right and he I remember like he would cry after our games talking to us and everything. And um, some of the guys obviously, obviously made fun of him, but like most of us, we understood that it was the passion. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I went back coach uh, as an assistant coach with him. Cause I just wanted to be a part of it. Like he, he made me feel in such a way that I wanted to make other players feel how I did. Right. Totally. Totally. Um, And really when I think about why I chose to, take coach education courses and why I went down that path with the NCCP. Like I really wanted to be a coach that was competent enough to handle whatever my athletes needed of me. I really think that like fundamentally all athletes deserve a competent coach and whether that's technically or, um, or emotionally or, um, motivationally, if that's a word, um, I really athletes just deserve someone in their life who's going to have their back and do the best or, or, or try their hardest to make the athlete the best they can be. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're trying to achieve with the courses, with the NCCP courses and the Coach NB courses. Just give you all the tools you need to be able to help out your team as much as you can. Right. Like it. So I have a I have a, a undergrad in, in kinesiology from the University of Manitoba. Go Bisons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Uh, like that gave me a great foundation for um for the physiology side of of coaching and for understanding how the body works and yeah, um, a bit on the so, on the soft sciences side as well learning how to motivate people and then the uh NCCP coaches courses provided like a a more specific sport context yeah. for a lot of that which was again was super helpful um the one thing i think a lot of coaches forget about when they're going through their own development and their and their coaching pathway is that they uh take these courses as just kind of like a check mark on their list and say, yeah. okay, I did my plan of practice. I did my uh, design a basic sport program. I did teaching and learning all, all those things they need to get done because someone told me I need to get them done. Yeah. I don't think as many people own their pathway as much as they yeah. should. And I think the key to, to being a good coach is, is uh, taking 
more initiative once those check marks are done or taking um, taking what you've learned in those courses, trying to really best apply it to your practice. Because I know it's it's tiring to go on a Friday night or a Saturday yeah. morning or give up your whole weekend to learn about one specific aspect of coaching and then be asked to transfer it later on. Yeah. And I, I think what's important is just coaching coach coaches understanding and knowing why they're taking those courses right completely taking away what's important of the course and bringing it to their own coaching game right not just taking the course so it's so they have it like so they have the checklist like you said Mm -hmm. and then just keep on doing what they were doing like hopefully we can help them yeah become better coaches yeah like i've definitely i've definitely taken the manuals from some of the courses i've taken and gone back to them and looked okay how does this part work again and like how do how is this process going yeah, through and for sure and that's what we want right it's totally helped me but on the other side too as well some of the the best development i've had as a coach um the most important has been through really just like casual conversation like we're having right now like yeah. it's been um me working with mentor coaches building up a network and a community around me for people who know more about boat repair than i do and know <laughs> more about um how to properly like set your equipment for your athletes or how to uh, really just why you're using that one drill yeah. or whatever the case is. Yeah. Boiling it down really what it is, it's experience. Totally. Like you're yeah. living, if your living experience don't bring like everything you need, then hopefully the courses will go fill mm-hmm. in the, fill up those little spots. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of coaches need to realize too, especially when you're starting to take those fundamental courses that um, it's not, you take the courses and then you're a coach. Congratulations. No. <laughs> it's really just the start of everything. Yeah. You've got your base now. You have to go out and apply it and really uh, do your best to um, to own own this profession you've taken on. Because really, coaching is a yeah. a profession, whether it's a volunteer profession or a paid <laughs> one. You know, that's yeah, really, another thing. Really, but, just the, those first courses, just starting a beautiful journey. And com- they have to follow through. You can't just stop there and think you're done. Completely. Yeah. So I would, if you're going to give one takeaway from this episode, it's really um, like reach out to the people around you and and have these conversations about how do I do this better or how do I run this drill or in your position what did you do I think the more more talking people can do to learn more about the sport they're running and their team that they're they're leading the better that everything's going to be plus it's just it's just fun to have these conversations there's nothing I love more than sitting down with a beer or coffee and and getting to chat with another coach yeah I give up my Friday night for it. Any yeah, day for of the sure, week. for sure. My Friday night, any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> sure, actually. Yeah, sure. I, that's how it works. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Thank Colin, you so much for listening. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to uh, to go down this this journey with you of, yeah. of interviewing a bunch of cool guests and having more horrible grammar like Friday, <laughs> every Friday of the week, every night of the week. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait for my Frenchisms to start coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may try and throw a little French in there occasionally, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. So we'll see you not next Thursday, but the Thursday after. <laughs> That's so hard to say. <laughs> That's we so have hard a hard time. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. Yep. Um, thanks so much for listening, for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Can you subscribe to a website? Is uh, that a thing? No, but oh, you can favorite okay. it. All right. Favorite, bookmark the website, however <laughs> you want to listen to us. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much to CJPN for letting us record in their beautiful studio and invade. <laughs> I'm Ashley Lanny. I'm Colin Daigle. Go get to practice. We'll see you in two weeks.